0: Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio.
1: Good morning, America. This is Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and you can watch us streaming on ESPN2. ESPN Radio is presented to you by Progressive Insurance. Amber Wilson and Peter Burns, we are filling in for the guys today. You can tweet to us at Amber W Sports at Peter Burns ESPN. You can also join the conversation by giving us a call. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. So, Peter, you heard it there. It has been quite the tumultuous week for Kyler Murray, which is saying a lot considering he also got, what, $160 million guaranteed dollars. So I might take... Uh, that kind of week, if that's also what happened in the midst of it. But there's been a lot of noise around Kyla Murray because as part of that contract, we found right. out that there was this homework clause in the contract that required four hours a week of independent study from Kyla Murray. Or all of that guaranteed money that I just mentioned could have theoretically been voided. Now that clause no longer exists because Kyler Murray had to answer all these questions because of that clause. Obviously, everybody out here, including us here at ESPN Radio, we've been talking now for days on end about his work ethic and questioning it. Because why would Mm. that clause have needed to be there to begin with? And now apparently we got the news from the Cardinals. It is no more.
0: Um, what was more disappointing—the fact that the Cardinals have come back and said we're taking this whole video game thing out of his contract, or the fact that I don't have the mustache this week, Amber? Like la- last last that time, that you, last time you and I hosted ESPN Radio together, you were on camera and I was not, and I'm still a firm believer it was because of the bad mustache. So, good well, you morning are on you.
1: camera now. Good morning. It's, good morning. It's lovely to see. It wasn't so lovely to see you last <laughs> time we worked together with that creepy mustache, but now Whoa. it's lovely to see you because. Peter Burns is fresh-shaven, so again, you can check that face out on ESPN2. Uh, you can also check out Kyler Murray's face because his face has been everywhere. He had an impromptu <laughs> press conference. This is before, oh, on ESPN2 right now, they are showing the picture of Peter Burns with the mustache and you will understand if you see it, why we didn't put him on camera last time that he was working with me here on ESPN radio, but Kyler Murray had an impromptu press conference with the Arizona Cardinals. This is before we had the word that that homework clause, as it's been known, was removed from his contract. I think frankly, before (laughs) he even knew it was removed from his contract because he didn't address it. Here was Kyler Murray, the quarterback of the Arizona Cardinals on people questioning his work ethic.
2: To think that, I can accomplish everything that I've accomplished in my career um, and not be a student of the game and not, um, not, not have that passion and not, not take this serious is, is almost, it's disrespectful and it's, it's almost, it's, it's almost a joke, you know? Um, it's to me, it's, um, I'm flattered, you know, I'm I'm honestly flattered that y'all think that at my size, I can go out there and not prepare for the game and not, um, you know, not take it serious. It's 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 disrespectful I feel like to my peers, to all the to all the the great athletes and great players that are in this league. Um this game's too hard uh to to play the position that I play in this league is it's it's too hard.
1: He was very serious Ugh. in that bite very very this serious. Is Although brutal. I do I like brutal. the recognition of the size, though, uh, because Kyler Murray apparently knows uh, that he is a bit undersized. Yeah, Amber,
0: he, he started going through the list of accolades of everything that he had done, right? Like, he was like, all right, in second grade, I got picked second in, in flag football. <laughs> and I absolutely threw, I threw 19 touchdowns. And, and, like, he started going through this list, and I honestly didn't think that Kyler Murray had that big of a work ethic issue, right? Like, I mean, listen, the numbers speak for themselves. The amount of success that he's had, right? Even going back to his collegiate days, and he talked about that. But then at some point when anybody rolls to you and you really take offense to something, that's because it cut deep. Right. That's because they said something that truly deep down in places you don't really want to talk about. Like, hey, there was some truth to that. And so I keep going back to this, Amber. Had Kyler Murray, he had an opportunity to lead here. Right. He had an opportunity to take to the podium with this stupid, God forsaken, not enforceable addendum to the contract and said, guys, guess what? Man, you think I'm good Back in the day, how good am I going to be now that I don't have to play video games all the time? Or how good, how good do you think I'm going to be now that I'm actually going to read a playbook? Like, he could have diffused the entire situation. He could have been a perfect leader for the Arizona Cardinals. The guy that they're getting ready to pay almost a half a billion dollars to. Had he gone up there in that presser and said, I don't know, I got this. And made fun of the whole situation, everybody would have laughed. Everybody would have looked at that and go, man. Amber, you would have called me and you'd be like, how confident is Kyler? Like, hell yeah, let's ride with this guy. Instead, he uses it like it was the media's fault that we were the one who put in the contract. Amber, I I don't recall you calling the Cardinals going, bro, I'm good with this, but you need to put in a video game contract no I did a, a right?
1: clause no I would have never called the Cardinals and said that because never. it's a totally unenforceable clause which is frankly why they just removed the clause and I talked about this yesterday on air I mean just from you know I'm a lawyer from the legal perspective when word broke of this clause and I'm reading some of the language that was leaked <laughs> out which first of all Peter I mean who leaked that language <laughs> out let's be real about that I feel like the Cardinals uh, I mean this is just conjecture on my part but I feel like the Cardinals did Kyler a little bit dirty there because otherwise where would that information have come from that we know that this clause existed it almost felt like the cardinals had this in the clause it had this in the contract in order to be like hey i know y'all think that we're paying on a per annual basis kyler like he's the second best quarterback in the nfl we also know he's not the second best quarterback in the nfl we're not as silly as we look here's this homework clause you know there are parameters here but the reality is from the legal perspective i can't Mm. see how that would have ever been enforceable you would have never been able to prove that he was staring at the iPad while the video was playing, while the film study was playing and he Amber, how did they come up with four
0: How did they come up with four hours? Thing. Like, was right. it three? Was it like, well, you know what, not an hour every day. Was it two days a week? Like, at, at some point, think about this. There are NFL executives who we all believe because it's professional, organized sports are the smartest people in the room. I've come to find out that's not the case. Clearly, we've talked about that a lot over the last what, 25 years. Just because you're a professional franchise doesn't mean you're a Franchise full of professional acting people. Yet there was at some point a bunch of execs got together and be like, all right, we're going to give this money. Let's put in a cause for, you know, he's got to study film. Okay. And then there was a concept and then a conversation about how many hours. Think about that, right? How do you take the Cardinals exactly. seriously when you're talking about how many hours a guy may not play video games? It's a, when it's- you
1: can't because they've completely botched the situation, the Cardinals, because we had the information. The clause was out there. Then the Cardinals now remove the clause yeah. the, in a statement. They said after seeing the distraction it created, we remove the addendum. It was clearly perceived in ways that oh. we never intended. What did you intend to happen when you had this homework clause ah. in the contract that, again, frankly, in a court of law would have been impossible to prove? in order to void 160 guaranteed million. So they removed the clause. Frankly, I think it's too little too late. Here was Kyler Murray at his press conference yesterday on why he felt the need to address it.
2: And I don't do this often. I don't talk about myself, but today I feel like I have to. And so I'm a list of accolades. You know, to go 43-0 and in high school in Texas, um, some are going to say, oh, it's high school. That's cool, but nobody else has done it. Um, go to college, win the Heisman. Um, get drafted number one overall to the NFL, get drafted number nine overall to MLB. Again, no one's ever done it. There's multiple different ways to watch film. And, you know, of course we all watch film. Let's not, um, that doesn't need to be questioned. Um, but it's, again, I, you know, I I refuse to, to let my work ethic, my preparation be, um, be in question. You know, I've put an incomprehensible amount of uh, time and, and blood, sweat, tears, and work into what I do, uh, whether, whether it's football or baseball, you know, People can't even comprehend the amount of time that it takes to to do two sports at a high level in college. You know, let alone do it. You know, be the first person to do it ever at, at my size. It's like I said, this is um, it's funny, but I, you know, t- to those of you out there that believe that I'd be standing here today in front of y'all without having a work ethic and without preparing, I'm, I'm honored that you think that. But um, it it doesn't exist. It's not. It's not possible. It's not possible.
1: There's different ways to watch <laughs> film. Some of us play Fortnite while we're watching film, Easy. apparently. I, I see your callers. Oh, yes. Uh, Peter Burns, I hit a nerve there with Fortnite. Uh, I see your calls on the call in line. Give us a call bright and early. Eight triple eight. say espn Eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six. Coming up next, what mandate would your employer have to put in your contract to make you a better employee? We get into that. This is Keyshawn J. Will and Max. Kyler Murley no longer has the homework clause in his contract, (laughs) Peter Burns. But it has me thinking, as an employer, Mm. what would you have to remove or... I guess include I should say not remove what should we, remove from your life or include in your contract. If ESPN came to you and they were like, "Hey, Peter, we really feel like we need to put some new parameters in your contract to cut something out of your life <laughs> right. or to reduce its use," what would that be? That would make you a better employee. I, I mean, I'm not.
0: Di- I, I mean, listen, when people look at me, tall, white, lanky golfer, they think Kyler Murray, right? I mean, we're just two peas in a pod. But we, honestly, we are. I'm a 43 year old man that plays you know video games every single night, so I. I would do that, like I and I have morning shows on ESPN Radio, so I would, I would imagine that ESPN Radio and the and the execs over there and my bosses would be like, Burns, you cannot play Fortnite with Marcus Spears until one a.m. <laughs> you cannot curse at fourth graders <laughs> home for summer vacation because that's why we can never stream Amber. Like me and Spears have always talked about that. Like, hey, should we stream? And you know, it would be kind of fun to have our listeners and viewers watch us play video games. We realized we would be fired in like three hours. Three because hours. Of all the curse words. Oh my gosh! Like my wife will come in and she's like, "What is going on in here? Are you okay?" And I'm like, "Yeah, this like little eight year old just absolutely crushed me in Call of Duty or Fortnite." So I'm in. I, listen, it would be it would absolutely be a video game type. So thing. this
1: he, could actually be included in both you and Marcus Spears' contracts. So oh, there's no this doubt. Would elevate when you all of ESPN,
0: Amber. When you watch NFL Live, you can tell if he's been up late with me. Right when the A game is is rolling, but if he looks a little bleary eyed when when Spears is doing like I think he does some sports center stuff this morning, Mm -hmm. like trust me, you'll know if we were out catching dubs and cranking nineties on Fortnite. I mean, again, it is it is a sickness, and I think it's like like I'm addicted to it, and so that's why when I look at the uh, the Kyler Murray situation, I'm like I kind of get it. I kinda understand it. What would it be for you though? What what I would be in your contract? I don't know
1: if I have one, Come on. to be honest with you. I'm just a perfect employee. Oh, and gosh. if any of how many of our bosses do you think are listening right now? No v- oh, wait, hold
0: second. on. No vices C- Peter whatsoever. Br- Peter Burns Zero? contract,
1: Ambers Wilson's contract. Maybe, you know, like I feel like I'm working my way up to Peter Burns, you know, SEC network fame here. So I don't know if I Scout give our too. bosses any idea. I can
0: I can po- polish off a whole box of tag alongs. So that really? way it would be tag alongs and but the games. sugar
1: might make you a good employee because it's giving you energy here at whatever ungodly hour in the morning it is right now <laughs> so i don't know if you want to cut out the sugar that might have actually worked out in your favor Fortnite. your wife is a saint if you're staying up until 1 a.m at 40 something years old playing Fortnite it's, every single it night it sounds so depressing
0: when you say that that
5: well way. i'm Thanks, just Amber. i'm just giving it.
1: you a look in the mirror peter burns but maybe put down the controller Ouch. every once in a while
5: This situation could be Dak Prescott on steroids. Remember we talked about Dak's contract for like two years? Well, this could drag out. I I don't think it's a slam dunk that they're gonna get something done.
1: I don't see why he would take less. As long as he's willing to push this thing out, there's no reason why he should give them any sort of discount.
5: He's a baller. He wants to go out there and play regardless. Um, But you know, this could get tricky over the next few months.
1: Amber Wilson and Peter Burns filling in for the guys here on KJM. You can tweet to us at amberwSports at Peter Burns ESPN. So we are going to get into the Lamar Jackson contract situation in just a moment. But we've been talking about Kyler Murray. He's had quite the week. Now we know that the homework clause has apparently been removed from his contract with the Arizona Cardinals. So the dumb. Cardinals so dumb. Well, they realized, whoopsies! Uh, this created a firestorm in terms of the media. They gave us this fodder when this contract language was leaked out. Now we're all questioning Kyler Murray's work ethic because otherwise, why would it have been there to begin with? I see you guys on the call-in line. You can give us a call: triple eight eight ESPN eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six. Let's start with Broderick in Alabama. Broderick, what do you have for us on Kyler? Yes, ma'am. Turn down your Broderick? radio, Broderick, if you can, and then give us your take <laughs> okay, here on sorry, Kyler my Murray. My bad,
5: I'm
0: looking at the TV, and I, I forgot she was on the phone. My bad. Now, what you said?
1: <laughs> uh, what do you have for us on Kyler Murray? <laughs>
0: Broderick, you're the one who called okay. us, my man. Yes, what do you I'm got? I'm so sorry about that. Oh, I, was, I was looking back at the show. Y'all popped back on TV. But what I
5: was trying to say was, even though Kyler Murray does show lack of
6: leadership qualities, I still believe that he has some type of work ethic. I played professional football, and I know that you can't just walk off the street
5: without putting in the work and just and being in the NFL. It, it's not possible because of the that's, that's the same reason they don't let you leave high, uh,
6: college until you're in uh, uh, at least a junior because of the physicality of football.
1: Thanks, Broderick, for the call. I mean, I did say yesterday, Peter, when I was having this conversation, before I knew this clause had been removed, I did Mm -hmm. say what this clause has done now is create a firestorm around Kyler. Now we're probably overstating the work ethic concerns. Like, obviously, we've heard these rumors before this contract clause That we knew about, but if this clause was in there, there's obviously some reason for that clause. Nevertheless, now we've kind of reached this place with Kyler Murray where we're in this world of now people thinking that he does (laughs) no preparation whatsoever, which obviously you couldn't couldn't have made it to the level he's made it to with zero preparation. Right.
0: If you walk this back, at some point the Cardinals had said, listen, they thought this was a good idea, right? I mean, they don't don't say, hey, listen, you no longer can smoke cigarettes if the guy's never smoked cigarettes before in his life, right? You're not going to Say that so clearly, at some point, they realized, listen, Kyler Murray likes to play video games, this is a part of how he decompresses this is a part of a younger generation. hell, I do it at forty three years old right <laughs> i mean i 'm not proud of it, but I love it right and so obviously, there was something there, and they felt, listen, Kyler is such an incredible athlete amber and like one of the the, the most fun NCAA football, Madden football game type players we actually get to see, play, and dominate on the field. However, when it's not your God-given ability and your talent, did you put in the work, right? Like I covered Peyton Manning in his time over the Broncos, and you hear the work that Tom Brady has done and and great quarterbacks over the time. It was when their skill set couldn't be better than everybody else is when, man, the hours that they spent And uh, and knowing the playbook, knowing what everybody did, an hour here, hour there might make the difference for it. And the Cardinals clearly thought it was an issue. And guess what? Kyler's people probably thought it was an issue as well, too. They probably thought they were kind of saving themselves to a certain extent because it's like, all right, listen, you got a little salt in the game. Ha ha. Four hours. You can't play video games, whatever. The problem is it's been handled completely wrong by all regards. Even Kyler Murray himself, who could have diffused the whole situation.
1: It does seem like to me a difference in generation, a generational divide between this contract language and Kyler Murray, right? Like, it seems this contract language from the Cardinals did feel a little bit like, get off my lawn. Like, we don't understand kids these days. Now, apparently, Peter Burns in his 40s also suffers from this ailment of his addiction to video games. But I do wonder, I mean, there are things I can think of that are worse uh, for football players to be doing than well, playing well, video games. But so the there about is that as well.
0: Peter there are causes, right? I mean, it came out yesterday that Zion Williamson's going to be in, in place to get a monster contract. Well, guess what's in his clause right now? There's escalators if he, he becomes an all-star, right? right? Escalators if he scores X amount of points. And there's de-escalators in his contract right now if he doesn't keep a certain body weight and he doesn't keep a body fat percentage. So this is not something that's new. And so the question is, Is all right? Are are, are we ripping the Arizona Cardinals for wanting their quarterback to be better? However... And putting him in a place to succeed, are we going to give a pass to the Pelicans for saying, "Well, Zion, wait a minute, like you, you got to make sure you're not eating Girl Scout cookies and, and too much crawfish étouffée and, and boudin down in, in down in New Orleans, right?" And I that- think
1: what, I think the difference there is that we've seen it with the basketball, you know, weight issues before. Like we've seen it with conditioning. We've mm-hmm. seen professional athletes be told in their contracts that you have to keep yourself in a certain kind of shape. The Kyler thing with homework study and independent study in this four-hour language, and that it specifically does reference video games as Mm -hmm. a distraction. I think the difference there is that we haven't seen it before, and so it stood out to all of us when this language was leaked.
0: Yeah, and and again, at some point, it still becomes an issue. And at at, at this juncture, you want—the Cardinals are saying, we're going to give you $160 million. You have to show up. And guess what? If you didn't at least address this with Kyler, and you give him this amount of money— I don't know, but if anybody tells me they're going to give me a boatload of money, but I'm still doing something wrong, all you've done is say, well, you could get away with it, right? And that's what the Cardinals were going to do had they not addressed it. Did it need to be in this stupid, non-enforceable contract? No. Uh, but again, it clearly is an issue, and I'm, I'm glad they brought it up with Kyler because I think he needed to understand that, like, look at the end of the year. For these guys, right? Like when people start finding out what you can do, where your weaknesses are, how are you going to take that next level? Again, it it, this is just my my favorite topic in like the last decade of of sports talk radio because there's so many times you can go different directions with it. Yes, the
1: the Kyler Murray contract discussion right now is the gift that keeps on giving. Uh, Let's get to some more of your phone calls. Triple Eight, say ESPN. Walter is in Richmond. Walter, what do you have for us on Kyler Murray?
5: Hey, good morning. I just want to say that, you know, nobody's knocking this young man's ability. He is a unbelievable athlete. But if this employer wants him to participate in a little extracurricular fine-tuning of things that don't involve his speed, don't involve his strength, is maybe it's reading defenses, maybe it's calling, you know, different plays here and there. I don't know, but if my employer needed me to, to brush up on a couple things after a bonus like that, I'd be hard pressed not to say whatever you need and however you want me to do it, it will be done.
1: Well, I do think that that's going to be the consensus from the outside looking in because any of us sitting here thinking in our situations, if somebody wants to hand me 160 guaranteed million bucks, I will do any. How much, how much studying do you mean Oof. to do 400 hours a week? Let's go. I'll find a way, you know. And I think that's what we're all thinking from the outside looking in. These professional athletes, obviously, it's very different. Probably when you're actually in the situation, and this is the kind of money that you feel that you deserve for what now, you've already done in your career.
0: Now, Amber had Kyler yesterday called a presser, right? Like he did, went to Cardinals PR and says, "Hey, man, I'd like to address the media." And they were—I I would assume he's—you know—they didn't even ask him what he was going to say. They trust him, right? If They're going to trust him, 160 million dollars guaranteed <laughs> to be the franchise. You probably trust what he's <laughs> going to say, all right? But. <laughs> Had he come to had he come to that pressure yesterday, Amber, and said, "Man, this is hilarious, like, yeah, I like to play video games. It's fun, but you know what? This contract means a whole heck of a lot to me, and if you think I'm good right now, I'm going to be locked in i It didn't bother me whatsoever, like I'm committed in fact he could even he could have taken one for the team and said, legitimately, I told them to put this in there, even if it's not true, right." And that's what a leader would have done. Instead, he like turns this around and says like it was the media's fault. And and again, therein lies the issue not only with with Kyler Murray, but all college or all quarterbacks right now in the NFL is that if you've got a pretty good to good and great quarterback, you have to do anything you can to keep them on your roster. You have to, no matter if you don't really like them, right? Because if you don't have a quarterback, you are done in the NFL. The Cardinals have that. But they're not hundred percent bought in on it. But you get that—that's why they—they they paid it, him the money. That's what
1: it feels like, even though they handed him. The contract, and so it's hard to understand how you hand uh, that oh. kind of deal to a quarterback that you're not all in it on. But to your point, that is also like what right? the market is.
0: The Lamar Jackson's got to absolutely love this. Lamar between, Jackson's got to oh. love
1: this. This is resetting the market every single time. And Lamar Jackson, I think all of us agree, is the better quarterback. Certainly with the better resume, with an MVP on his yeah. resume. We're going to continue to take your calls. Coming up next, keep them coming. Triple Eight, say ESPN eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six also coming up dk metcalf got his money from the seahawks speaking of deals what does that mean about the direction that seattle is taking right now we'll get into that
3: Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com.
2: The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max podcast.
1: DK Metcalf, he got paid. Seattle Seahawks clearly not looking to move on from the star wide receiver. We will get into that in just a moment. Peter Burns and Amber Wilson filling in for the guys here on KJM. You You can follow...
0: You crushed the SportsCenter read, by the way. I really just did, had to drop I, mean, I? I? felt like it was a like an 8 out of 10. Like the judge needs to come up there. Like
1: All right. Yeah. I mean, I'm working my way. 8 out of 10, I'll take it, though. You know, maybe SportsCenter <laughs> will give me a call soon uh, to do SportsCenter all night here. Uh, you can tweet to both of us at Amber Sports at Peter Burns ESPN. So we're going to get to the DK Metcalf in Seattle situation in just a moment. But we have been taking your phone calls on Kyler Murray. You can give us a shout if you want to join the conversation. 888 say ESPN eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six. john is in kentucky john what do you have for us on Kyler murray yeah,
5: hey john just, i was thinking it was Monter. yep yes go ahead all right i was just i was gonna agree with kyler on it because i think it was like taken out of context blown out of proportion a little bit but i mean we ain't never seen it before so it's understandable but I think it's more of like insurance for the team with him being like a young, unproven quarterback and won in the playoffs and stuff like that. So I just feel like it was more like an insurance thing for the team.
1: The, uh, the only problem with that concept, and again, this is just the lawyer in me, uh, but the problem with that concept, Peter, is when I looked at this language, I was like, this is totally unenforceable. So I feel like all we're doing, and that's my legal opinion. So, but so I you, fa- like you felt in no
0: matter what had happened here, if he's out there gaming all night long, it didn't matter that there was no way in, in a court or NFLPA would come out there and say, what are we doing here? <laughs> the, the, of- there was no way this, this contract was going to be void, and so therefore, Amber, why in the hell did they put it in? It exactly. So well, the
1: NFLPA would have fought this tooth and nail, right? If they actually tried to void and again it was his right. 160 million guaranteed dollars on the line. If they're trying to void 160 million guaranteed dollars, over this idea that he wasn't looking at his iPad screen or looking at his playbook, right? Or any of the materials that were provided to him. How would they ever prove that? They're going to have a camera in his bedroom? I mean, it's going to be impossible to prove, right, Peter? There's no way to really go about that. And so it just seemed like to me... That there was language in the contract to try to drive a point home to Kyler Murray and maybe drive a point home to all of us when that information was leaked out there about what was included in the contract. Frankly, Peter, in my opinion, Mm. they wouldn't have removed the language from the contract had they actually ever thought that that language was enforceable to begin with. Let's be real about
0: that. I I just want to see now what's in DK Metcalf's contract, right? Uh, like so, I, I want to see a DK Metcalf's contract. Is there a den of you still have to look like a Greek Adonis? Like, <laughs> is that is that so, like I don't at some point one. there needs to be like a elite part of DK Metcalf's going just continue to moss folks twenty four seven. I mean, the contract he just got. I mm-hmm. mean. Fifty-eight mil guaranteed, and I thought we were going to get super close, and we almost were there, Amber, of seeing a wide receiver early in his career do what Deshaun Watson got, but in a completely different way. In the fact of guaranteed money, that we get closer and closer, and I don't know if Lamar Jackson is going to be that guy, but DK DK Metcalf's deal. Of $72 million in a short-term three-year deal with, what, 50-some-odd is, is guaranteed? 58.2 in real,
1: guarantees. We're
0: real close. And I know NFL owners are not going to like this. We're getting really close to fully guaranteed contracts. The fact that it t- it's taken this long to get even this close is is incredible to me.
1: Well, and don't forget Deshaun Watson's contract is a fully guaranteed contract at $230 So that's the fully guaranteed contract that we've seen. It's unheard of in the NFL, though, and the Browns in a unique position. So it still remains to be seen whether that was going to be the outlier or whether that is setting a new standard. What we have seen with all these contracts, Peter, that I think is interesting, which is what you just mentioned, is that all these contracts set a new record in some way, right? Like DK Metcalf. He's not the highest-paid receiver in the NFL. But if you look at the guaranteed money and the signing bonus, it's the $30 million signing bonus. There, he set the record. Now, that is the highest ever for a wide receiver in the NFL. So when we look at Kyler Murray's contract, it's on a per-annual basis. It makes him the second-highest-paid quarterback in the NFL to Aaron Rodgers. Now, not the biggest contract, not the biggest in terms of guaranteed money. That's Deshaun Watson's contract. So it's kind of like with all these new contracts, There's something that the team is giving them where they in one category can say, hey, I broke this record. That seems to be important to these superstar
0: players. Oh, well, more important to the agents, right? I I think that's the big deal is no matter what it is, I don't know how much important it is to the actual players because the amount of money is going to be crazy regardless but I look at this and go, this is what an agent can sell. An agent right now, and, and I think it's what Tory Gandy, who's DK Metcalf's agent, he's able to say, listen, this is, you come to me. I'm going to get you paid. I'm going to get you almost guaranteed money because of how I know how to negotiate with the Seattle Seahawks and NFL. And, oh, by the way, guess what? I'm getting ready to get Debo Samuel paid mm-hmm. as well. So, I mean, the big winner of this is you start looking forward. Yes, it is DK Metcalf. Of course, it's his agent because they're going to get absolute bags of money. Okay, it also is the Seahawks because they locked in a true star at a young age. Is not going to be a holdout. But the true winner here, I think, is Trey Lance because now that this deal got done. The framework for Debo Samuel's deal is going to get done, which is going to be monstrous. You did not want to have Trey Lance going in and not having Debo Samuel, a happy camper, going into this upcoming season, in which the 49ers can make some waves.
1: I do think that Debo Samuel's deal is going to get done. Right now, he's a hold-in. So he is showing up to training camp. I mean, that's the new direction that we've seen taken in the NFL. would that become a new ins, phrase, by right? the way? The hold-in. The hold-in. Well, the first time I remember it happening was with Xavier and Howard some years ago in Miami. That was the first hold-in that I remember, and now it's the way to do things, and that's because under the new CBA, the fines are so much more hefty than they used to be, and the team doesn't get rid of those fines anymore. They can't once you sign your deal. It used to be that, hey, you didn't bother to show up to anything because, yes, you'd get fined every day. But then when you actually did work out your new extension, the team would, you know, go ahead and take care of those fines for you. They're not allowed to do that under the new CBA. So these guys have to show up or they're going to get fined $50,000 per day, which is significant money, no matter how much money you make.
0: What are you doing a hold in? I mean, think about that in any other business. And just goes to show you how just ridiculous professional sports are in so many different levels. And I love it about guys just showing up to work. They went in. Do they get dressed? Do they do they hang out? Are they on their phone during the hold in? I'm, I'm, this is hilarious to me about how they'll show up and be like, "I ain't I ain't doing that today. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm I'm holding in." <laughs> Like yep,
1: yeah I'm holding in I'm sitting here and I'm watching y'all do all the things that I'm going to refuse to do over here because of my contract situation they do show up to the facility and pass their physical so that they do this week in training camp when everybody reported when all the vets reported I mean even Garoppolo in San Francisco showed up even though he knows he's not going to be the quarterback moving forward to the San Francisco 49ers and they're trying to work something out because he had to pass that physical in order to help facilitate a trade or wherever he ends up if he ends up cut down the road by the San Francisco 49ers and we will We'll get into that at some point on today's show. This is Keyshawn J. Will and Max, Amber Wilson and Peter Burns filling in for the guys. But what happened here with DK, you are absolutely right. DK gets his deal in Seattle. The next domino to fall then is going to be the Debo Samuel deal. That may be somewhat dependent on what happens here with Garoppolo because right now Garoppolo is on their books. If he was to start week one for 27 million, we know they're not going to get to that point because they would cut him before they paid him that money. It seems like that's the direction that it's headed yeah, in San to. Francisco. They're going to. You have to trade him, though. Obviously, get that money off their books.
0: Right, you got to. You either have to cut him, which I doubt is going to happen, or you're going to try to get some type of mid-level. You know, give me a fifth round pick, uh, and I would love for it to be the Seahawks, especially now with DK Metcalf, because I want to see the drama of someone getting traded their own division. But never, you know, they're not going to trade him to the Seattle Seahawks at this point. You're going to trade him outside of that division, and could it be the Giants right now? and have them and Daniel Jones I'm, I'm all in for a little quarterback competition in, uh, over there and uh, for the Giants I'm, I'm
1: in. in on that as well I've always said that could be a really interesting landing spot there for Garoppolo when the Giants didn't pick up Jones fifth year option on his contract but I do think with DK what's interesting about what Seattle just did Peter is they're signaling to us at least in my opinion that they're not in a full rebuild which has been confusing because it seemed like they were in a full rebuild right but if you're in a rebuild you're gonna rip it down to the studs and then rebuild it. And I never understood why Pete Carroll would want to be part of a rebuild, frankly, at 70 years old, but with them committing to DK now for the next three years and trying to maintain their superstar wide receiver, even if we don't know who's really going to be throwing him the football in a year, because it's probably not going to be, lo- it's probably not going to look right with Drew Locke doing it. So maybe it's CJ Stroud or whoever's out of this next draft, then DK is going to be there to help that next guy up, right? Or so the, ne- I guess or the next decided... free-aging
0: quarterback, right? And, you know, because then you'll look at it they go, hey, what entices me? So Russell Wilson chose the Denver Broncos because what enticed him is what brought him the success in Seattle, which was a great defense. And, hey, you can, you can win a championship here. So when you're trying to, to, to recruit anybody, whether it's college, whether it's a professional sport or anything, it's like, give me a reason to come here. And for any reason, somebody sitting down and they're like, and by the way, DK Metcalf, that guy, an absolute just stud wide receiver, one of the top five in the NFL, maybe in the last, what, 10 years, the way he's playing early. Guess what? You get to play with this guy. That's, that's, that's a great amount of bait that they can use.
1: It is. And again, I think it, it shows that they think DK can, I guess, elevate whatever talent they end up bringing in under center, you know, because if you rip it all the way down to the studs, then it's going to be a long time before you build it back to your point, if they're able to bring in somebody through free agency at that position, and maybe that's more what they're going to end up doing. I've always thought in Seattle that they're hoping that the 49ers backs are against the wall and they get to a point where they have to cut Garoppolo because Mm -hmm. it's pretty inconceivable to imagine that they would trade Garoppolo up there within the division. But if they do cut him, I do think that that would be a really good landing spot for Jimmy Garoppolo to consider, especially now that they locked in DK Metcalf. I think that that makes that job all the more attractive because I do feel like we have some direction now In Seattle, DK and the Seahawks got in the zone on a new deal. Get in the zone is brought to you by AutoZone. Get in the zone auto zone. Am I crazy for thinking that, Peter, that this now just elevates the Seahawks back to a place of, well, they're not completely lost.
0: Yeah, it it buoys them. And what I mean by that is the fact that it can't fall apart because if all of a sudden Geno doesn't work out, if Drew Locke doesn't work out, and then you're trying to go to DK Metcalf going, hey, we got to go get a free agent quarterback. We don't know who it's going to be. Or we got to draft somebody. We don't know who it's going to be. DK is like, deuces. I'm out. Like, I don't care what kind of bag you give me right now. I want to go play for a contender. At least you lock him up right now to a three-year deal. You're able to say, okay, chill. You're the guy. You're going to be a leader on this team. You're already putting up those numbers. And if I'm DK Metcalf, I'm like, give me Jimmy Garoppolo. Like, what can you do to put that together? Give me mm-hmm. a quarterback. Because, listen, guys didn't want to be in Denver because Drew Locke had struggled. And I like Geno Smith as a backup quarterback, but Garoppolo can be that guy. And right now, that that NFC West is going to be incredible. Like, everybody wants to talk about AFC West. NFC West is going to be the best division in, in the NFL this upcoming season.
1: You're listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max here on ESPN Radio. You can also watch us on ESPN, too. Amber Wilson and Peter Burns filling in for the guys. You can follow both of us on Twitter at AmberWSports at Peter Burns ESPN. So, DK Metcalf, not the only receiver who got paid. Julio Jones mm. got paid a little bit. One-year deal with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He has a new home. Let's bring in some help to talk about the Tampa Bay Bucks. Rick Stroud, he covers the Bucks for the Tampa Bay Times. And, Rick, what kind of impact And thanks for joining us. What kind of impact do you think that Julio Jones can have?
5: Well, I mean, it could be huge, right? It's just based on his health. And right now his his health is good. I mean, he was on the field yesterday looking every bit like the Julio Jones we've seen. You know, the guy that's going to be a a first ballot Hall of Fame player. So, um, look, you, you, you have a situation with Chris Godwin. They're hopeful, maybe wishful that he will be ready by September 11th in Dallas, He's not on PUP, but he's also not doing a lot of football or any football things right now. Um, You know, you went in the offseason, you got Russell Gage to go with Mike Evans. So, you know, we saw this a couple years ago when they brought in Antonio Brown. Tom Brady can't have enough weapons, and he can't have enough experienced weapons. And they had a lot of injuries at receiver last year, last two years really, towards the end of the season. And as you know, there's just nobody on the street at that point. So they felt, let's go get the best guy we can now, because we know injuries are inevitable, and that guy is Julio Jones.
0: Rick, this reminds me of when I covered the Spurs. That late into Duncan's career, guys said, "I'll take you know mid-level exemptions that come in. I want to play for Greg Popovich. I want to play with Tony Parker and Manu Ginobili, and they end up winning titles. They do that because of Tom Brady. But then it's also because Tom Brady normally has a pretty good offensive line. Ryan Jensen, his center, carted off yesterday. What's what's the latest on that, and how is it going to affect Brady? <laughs>
5: Well, it's really bad, and I, you know, they haven't made an announcement in terms of what the injury is, um, and you know whether there's a chance he can come back and play sometime this year. But I think it's fair to say they're very concerned, and it it, it likely is season-ending. I mean, that it was a nasty thing that happened; should never happen, to be honest with you. Um, You know, these guys are not in pads, and they won't be in pads until Monday. And there's a certain etiquette in the NFL; they were on a two-minute drill. Uh, really down to the last half dozen or so plays. And, you know, they had a rookie Logan Hall who took an inside rush on Aaron Stinney. And, and you know, there's really nothing you can do. You're, you're, you know, you're not going to sack Tom Brady. You're not going to hit the quarterback, but Stinney kind of pushed him into Jensen, who was engaged with Vita Vea, And you knew instantly by the sound that Jensen made and just watching the entire team come up to him that this is very serious. So, They're in a tough position. I mean, uh, that's not the guy you want to lose. They've already got two new guards, um, you know, in Shaq Mason and Stinney, who's been with the team. Now you've got to add a center. Maybe uh, Robert Hainsey will take over that spot, who was a rookie a year ago from Notre Dame. Um, They'll look outside as well. I know uh, J.C. Treaders out there from Cleveland. But, um, you know, Tom Brady, that center position is so important that when when he ended his retirement, not coincidentally within hours, the next day, the first guy they signed was Ryan Jensen. It was that important to him.
1: You don't want to lose anybody. Tom Brady probably didn't want to lose Gronk either. But seemingly, at least for the time being, Rick Stroud, Gronk is retired. So they brought in Kyle Rudolph to replace him. How much of a drop-off do you think there's going to be at that tight end position, if any?
5: Well, they got the best guy they could, right, And in terms of experience. And, uh, uh, and, and, again, somebody else that wants to come here because he wants to win a Super Bowl ring, um, you know, you're talking about the greatest tight end of all time. I and mean, when you're talking about Gronk and Tom Brady, uh, you know, those guys have so much synergy uh, and, and just what they've been able to do through the years, even after Gronk got to Tampa, that you really can't replace that, right? And that's one of the reasons Julio Jones is here. You know, you've got to make up those 50 something catches 800 and something yards, five touchdowns in other ways. And it might not all be Kyle Rudolph doing that, but Kyle Rudolph is a, is a smart player. He's been a pro Bowl player in this league. He can play that H position, the inline tight end where, you know, you can get good run blocking from him. And also somebody that can, uh, can catch the football. He's looking forward to maybe getting a little deeper. He's a big guy and run some of those seam routes that Gronk was famous for. So, It's just a matter of how much time Tom and him can can really uh, get on the same page. But, you know, they're not buying green bananas in Tampa anymore. You know, this is about right now. Uh, They want to win, and they've got Tom Brady for at least one more year. So, uh, difficult day yesterday, but overall, um, you know, they're stacking the football team.
0: How much pressure is it, Rick, on on Todd Bowles to get this victory? And and, and at least, I, I, I feel like it's NFC Championship, or bust feeling that it's Brady's last season?
5: I'd go beyond that. I think it's Super Bowl or bust. But but in, in reality, um, if you're asking Todd Bowles, would he rather have the pressure of having Tom Brady and, and trying to win a Super Bowl or starting over with Kyle Trask <laughs> and Blaine Gabbert? I think you know the answer. Um, he coached against Tom Brady enough years. He's really happy he's on his team. And that was the reason I think that, you know, and there's probably several reasons, but I think Bruce Arians, uh, with this succession decision and, and Bruce is now in the front office and he's out here, you know, every day like he was anyway. Um, you got the continuity of the entire coaching staff. You know, Todd's not going to a new situation with a new staff that he's trying to teach those guys as well as his players. It's really the best case scenario for Todd Bowles and um you know, I I know he's he's more than pleased that uh, number twelve's back there and He'll take the pressure uh, and also the 12 or 13 wins that he's likely to get um, in his first year as a head coach here.
1: (laughs) Oh, Rick, finally here on the way out. I mean, who has more pressure then? Is it Brady or is it Bowles? Because you mentioned Brady's got maybe one year left in Tampa.
5: Yeah, well, I mean, I, you know, it's kind of both. But, I mean, this is it. Uh, we're getting closer, I think. Who knows? Maybe the guy plays till he's 50. I mean, you know, I, I, it, anything's <laughs> possible. But as far as in Tampa goes, I think this is it for him here. And the difference is is that when this season is over, whether it ends in confetti or, or condolences, um, he's got a job, right? This time last year, uh, or not last year, but when he retired, um, he wasn't really sure what he was going to do with his time. Now he's you know, got $37.5 million a year waiting for him at Fox. So he could go do that for sure, uh, or he could go try to play someplace else, and I think that's why he's a free agent, much like he was his last year in New England. But, um, you know, Tom Brady uh, is, is in it for one more ring, the next one. That's his favorite one, and um, I think he even recognizes he's near the end. He can still absolutely spin it. It's unbelievable how great his arm looks. Um, so uh, there's all uh, Tom puts that pressure on himself, and you know, uh, and everybody else is happy to be along for the ride. To be honest with you,
1: yeah, Tom makes us all feel young, uh, still playing at that level in his mid 40s. Rick Stroud, Tampa Bay Times, Bucks reporter. Rick, thanks for joining us.
0: Thanks, guys. Tom makes me feel old. I got to be honest with you.
1: Really? No, Tom. Tom makes me feel young because if he's still got it, I've still got it. Even though I don't think I've ever really got it. I wonder, like what do you think is in or? Tom
0: Brady's contract? You think he's got a video game? No, he doesn't need any of that. Nonsense. He probably has a clause for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to do this, this, and this. He's like, I will come play with you, but yeah, you the, need to do the this. The Bucs
1: have the clause in the contract. Uh, this is Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. We're presented to you by Progressive Insurance. Plenty more coming up here on ESPN Radio.
0: Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio.